0: Hey guys i hope you're having a good day what is a good day a good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful lord we're in the book of philippians this fourfold secret of outrageous contagious joy and we're in chapter one verses one and two did you know god confidence can give you a thankful heart paul and timotheus the servants of jesus christ to all the saints In Christ Jesus, which are at Philippi, with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, there's two kinds of people those who choose to be joyful and those who do not. Paul offered his friends in Philippi the secrets of joy. If he, confined to a frustrating and often irritating situation, could be joyful, so could his friends. Philippians is about joy, smiles, laughter. When Paul thought of the Corinthians, he remembered a group of struggling believers. When he wrote to the Thessalonians, he thought of their hope in the Lord's return. When Paul penned a letter to the Galatians, he focused on those who needed a clear understanding of the law. When Paul thought about his young believing friends in Philippi, he got a smile on his face. You see, Paul and Timothy called themselves servants. They were not big shots. They did not view themselves as powerful leaders, but just as two devoted servants excited about serving their master and Lord. Uh, We have nothing to offer apart from what God has given us. Paul and Timothy were simply dedicated servants. So how about you? How about me? Would you consider yourself a dedicated servant? Who do you serve? How do you serve them? How often do you serve them? Who would serve them if you quit serving them? You know, most cities have a unique reputation, and Philippi was no exception. This ancient city was almost non-existent before it was refounded somewhere around 31 BC by Philip. Uh, That was the father of Alexander the Great. Philippi was heavily settled by retired Roman soldiers who, for many years, had risked their lives for Caesar. They worshipped Caesar. They did. Because the Philippian Christians refused to join in on this Caesar worship, they were targeted for persecution. It is amazing that even in the midst of persecution, suffering, misunderstanding, and animosity, the Philippian believers were still remembered for their joy. Scripture's most well-known investigative reporter is one of Paul's favorite traveling companions. Yes, Luke. Luke shares with us a short post of what the beginning of the Church of Philippi looked like in Acts chapter 16. Let me paraphrase. Quote, We sailed to Neapolis and from there, we reached the Roman colony of Philippi. On the Sabbath, we traveled just a little way outside the city to a riverbank where we thought people would probably be meeting for prayer. There we met Lydia and she was from Thyatira, a merchant of expensive purple cloth. As she listened to us, the Lord opened her heart and she accepted the gospel message. She was baptized along with other members of her household, and she asked us to stay in her home as guests. Another day, we were going to the Riverside to pray. We met a demon-possessed, fortune-telling slave girl who was earning a fortune for her slave masters. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day. Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Because her master's hope for wealth were destroyed, they grabbed Paul and Silas, dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace, and shouted, The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews. They're teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped, severely beaten, with wooden rods, and thrown into prison. The jailer was then ordered to make sure they couldn't escape by putting them in the inner dungeon with their feet chained in stocks. Although their feet were chained, their joy was not. Around midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang hymns to God loud enough for all to hear. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake. The prison was shaken, the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open, assuming the prisoners had escaped. He drew his sword to kill himself, but Paul stopped him. Stop! Don't kill yourself! We're all here! The jailer called for lights, ran into the dungeon, fell down trembling before, before Paul and Silas, Then the jailer wanted to know the God that they were praising and singing about. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. So Paul and Timothy's first converts, the charter members of this new church plant, uh, on a riverbank and in prison, gladly accepted the good news of the gospel and put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Now, it wasn't long before this little group of believers was joined by some caring friends who rose to leadership as they encouraged spiritual growth in the young church. These friends were called bishops and deacons. Today, we call them overseers, elders, pastors, pastor teachers. Did you realize that your pastor is your friend? Those men in your church who have shown the qualifications of mature believers are there for you. When your joy is slipping away because of maybe some difficulty at home or disappointment in life, you need a friend who will pray for you and pray with you, specifically the believers, saints, and spiritual leaders in your church. Now, if you thumb through Paul's file drawer of letters to the churches, you would see the same life-changing, security-building truth starting each letter. Grace be unto you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. It is almost as if Paul wanted every individual who received his letters to understand the confidence he had in God's grace from above, God's peace from within, and how they were intrinsically linked with a close relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Those who have personally experienced God's amazing grace and heart-calming peace know how to enjoy the outrageous, contagious joy that we can have in Christ. Lord, please help all of us understand that we can have the joy that you can give. Well, our time's up. I hope you enjoyed the beginning of our study of the book of Philippians. I know I'm looking forward to it, but today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice, just like Paul was telling us. Uh, Rejoice in it, and I hope that you have a really, really good day.